Welcome to another episode of The VIP Life with me, your host, Lady Jane, where I talk anything and everything blindness, visual impairment, and sometimes I tell stories of my life, my journey from when it began until now, and anything in between. I'm glad you could join me. Hey guys, welcome to another episode. It's been a lovely week. It's been a lovely few days for me. I have been busy, yes, but I just cannot complain about it. I usually say as long as I've seen my family, I have rested, the sun's out, um, I'm not hungry. Just, you know, those basic stuff that we consider necessary. As long as I've got those in check, I'm good. So I have something to say. Uh, from now onwards, I'm just going to be doing one episode a week, but just have two segments. I thought about this and reviewed. I just went back on my episodes, listened to them, and I thought, um, it might, I might as well make this as one episode, two segments. You know, just makes sense with editing and all those kind of thing. I think I just went ahead of myself, really. But, um, well, you try and then you review, you try again, you review, and that's how you grow and that's how life is. So, as so, this is going to be my first, um, joined episode like segments combining my favorites and my normal episode, just doing it as one. Got it? I hope so. Welcome to segment one, which is favorites. So if you don't know what this is about, it's a it, it's me explaining and just telling people what I've been doing this week in terms of reading, watching, listening, and just loving. That that's basically it. I find it interesting. I find I, I I'm usually curious to know what other people are doing in terms of these uh, four, sometimes five categories. And it just gives me ideas, and I know also I share this with other with some of my close friends, and they do the same. I just pick their head, or we say picking, no, picking your head, something like that. Um, no, picking your brains. That's it. Not picking your head, picking your brains. And so for me this week, I've been watching. What did I watch? I watched two major things. Like literally every day, I watched a program called Forty Eight. No, 48 hours. So it's, it's also crime, crime related. Surprise, surprise. It's where, where the, the first 48 hours of a crime, how, so it's investigators, police, what happened, and they just try to solve the case as, as soon as they can. Because after 48 hours, usually, it's usually harder to solve a case. So that has been an interesting one. I've just been watching different um, different themes, just but in the same crime. So yeah, watch that. And then this week, I got I got one of those notifications on one of my watch list thing, and uh, it was about ICE, which is an immigration system in America. I can't remember what it actually stands for, but I just know ICE immigration. And I came to realize that the immigration system in America is sort of the same as immigration system in the UK. Same, 
same um, departments procedure blah 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 and i just found it interesting looking at people's lives in these different um, categories but what i found interesting is that uh, i this was really surprising i found that veterans people that have actually fought for the country can be deported as well so well for instance there was a guy there was a bunch of guys but there was this particular one who committed a crime he served as a marine and um was found at the border of mexico and america and yes the border of mexico trying to smuggle marijuana into the states so he got arrested there was a case blah 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 and it was a big thing and guess what the guy got deported it was kind of sad though um but luckily about two months before all this crime situation happened he married he had married um, an immigrant i think it was also an, a latino woman he had also married so because of their marriage he was able to come back into the states through her but illegal it was sort of illegal like he smuggled himself yes into the country he was even showing pictures and he had a blog it was interesting so he was trying to fight for all the veterans who 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 fought for the country so it was sad to see that you fought for the country you just leaped once and you you've learned your lesson because he, the way he he was struggling you could just see that this person has learned their lesson they were distressed but anyway it was an interesting um six part documentary uh yeah i watched that but i watched that within a day it was one of those ones you just forward 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 because there's there's a it's it's a slow documentary so it's yes so that was one that that's what i've been watching this week i've been reading slash listening to a book if you know now by now i have audible and I just listen to books on there. It's much easier for me. But I learned that before I would just do a marathon on a book. But now I'm finding it I would literally just read a book on one times five speed or sometimes two times um speed and I realized oh I've been missing on stuff. So instead of reading a book in like five days, now I would listen to a book in about seven to ten days, which sort of helps. So this week I've been listening to a book called I Am Judging You by Lavia Jai. It's a, it's an interesting book this one. She talks about race, religion, yeah, and uh, culture. Yes, race, religion and culture. So it's all uh, all about where she was born. Uh, she who's Lavia Jai? Let's start there. She's a blogger. Don't know if she's still a blogger, but she was a blogger from i'd say the last 10 years really and she used to like side eye people and she would just go and blab on her blog but now she turned it into a book so she talks about so for instance culture she talks about how we view culture from a younger age and how moving from one place to another just sort of changes 
our view of culture because you sort of interact with other people you learn their culture not just thinking oh my where i come from and what i do is the only thing that um, is supposed to be done and then things like race she talks about race because she's in the states she's nigerian born and she talks about how she felt so discriminated against because in her class she was the new girl her language her accent to a point where she tried even tried she really did well at mimicking how other people were talking and then she just lost her nigerian accent and then religion religion was about how all these different denominations fight against each other or just pretend how we're all better than each other or christians are thinking they're better than muslims muslims are thinking that they're the best um, religion in the world or judaism just think oh we're better than this ones we're we, you know but we, what we don't realize that we're all serving the same god just that what she says is we're all serving we serve the same god we we have a higher power we look out to a higher power it's just that here on earth we just have different symbols look at it the way we dress um and the way we act the way we praise it's all different but what's the what's the main thing what's the common thing we serve a living god we serve one main god i just found it to be interesting i'm not done yet but thus far it's a very interesting book it's it's a good read if you're if you're one person who's who's whose thoughts are around culture religion and race come on grab this book um, or just read it online it's a, it's an interesting read so what i've been what have i been listening to i have uh, i have been listening to a podcast called my one million and um it's a lady she's she's part of the lgbt community she's american black and um she just talks about different she's into uh, hedge fund management so it's capital capital related money related so she talks about uh she has people on her podcast who talk about how they made their first million it doesn't have to be money it can be their first sale your first um doing whatever well, just whatever it is but it's just your first how you got to your first million your first following if it's on insta or or facebook or things like that your first million in terms of money uh just random things like that and I, I i don't know how i came across it but i just found it interesting and uh, I, I don't listen to it oft or oftenly but now and then i get a chance uh, to listen to it so this week i sort i thought of binging on it a little bit but i i came across it last month and um, it was an interesting one right um what have i been loving this week i am still doing my community projects if you know me you know i love anything community based i am still doing my kklt ambassador duties we had we had a session this week and it was really lovely we just had a bit of technical hitches but all was good you know technology is good when you know, when it's working but when it's not it 
can get on your nose but that said it's been it's, it's been good it's been good i would love everyone and anyone to join the kklt family um if you're not if you don't know what kklt is it is a leukemia trust charity that helps and and encourages people to donate to do more to be on the donor register where you can donate your stem cells when needed because it's not it you just being on the registers it doesn't mean you can be a match to someone it just means you have a pot you you're a potential donor to someone and say 10 years down the line you get contacted and someone's a match you have a choice of saying no i don't want to do it or yeah sure go ahead let me save the other person's life you never know so that has been that has been my favorites for the week in a nutshell let's talk identity i thought about this particular topic about two weeks ago and what made me think about this is someone said i am a christian and i belong to this group blah 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 as it was on it was on radio and it made me think wow yes we humans have this thing of we want to belong somewhere we want to be identified as mr or mrs or miss so and so and it took me back to my blindness journey so before i got before i got blind before i went blind i identified myself as a normal person as just jane who was working studying and being just a normal jane and when i when i went blind i i really found it hard because now i became i had another identity added to me but not just added to me i had to sort of forego what i knew before and now i became the blind girl not just that not that people people are not really calling me the blind girl but i once called i was once called the blind girl and this particular day that it happened i was I had just gone back to uni i went back to uni and i was walking to meet at that point i had um a course assistant can't remember what we used to call them but she she was a lovely lady i think her name was madison and um yeah i was walking to meet her and there was these two ladies who who we well we sort of came out from the say we came out from the same lecture room and we were walking we seemed to be walking the, in the in the same direction and one of them told the other one oh i think this is the blind girl and that day i i don't know i just felt you know that time i was just going through like a denial some sort of denial point denial period so i'm walking down and i'm thinking yeah i am the blind girl so i didn't turn i just continued walking but i my heart just sunk because 
that was one of my main fear people knowing me as the blind girl i was always jane then now i am the blind girl so it that sort of it, it was hard for me to identify myself as the blind girl it was really hard i i remember meeting madison crying and she just couldn't understand what was going on because at that point my emotions were just all over the place just that denial period i remember i just want to get back to being normal i just went back to uni the last time i was a uni i was fine and then now i'm going back to for my third year and i'm i'm different my friends have already gone they've graduated i am going back i know no one apart from the teachers and the tutors was were really nice but it was odd it was really odd i just felt like the new girl in class cuz remember the people that i was in class with now were were are here were here were are here were behind me so they had already had cliques they had friends they had rapport there, there was just something different i was i was just by myself i was in a bubble and here i am trying to push 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 to go and finish this degree because i wanted to go back to being who i was i was, I was driving towards my my main motivation and drive in life at that point was let's go back and just be there the same Jane that we were not realizing that no now we are we're, we're fighting different battles we're different so let's just be let's deal with this but that took a long time before i got there So yes, this day Madison is meeting me and I'm crying and I'm thinking what she's just thinking what's going on so she took me to to um one of the buildings in school. So we went straight to the bathroom and she, she was just holding me and she goes, "Jane, what's going on?" And uh, she just because I was older than her, so it was it was even weird her trying to console me. She was I think she was in first year at that point. and she just said okay talk to me because if you don't talk to me i don't know how i'm going to help you so i just said i'm just going through uh i'm just going through something that i can't explain at the moment because i can't just put words on it so she just asked me do you want us to do anything we were supposed to go to the library and study together so she was just sort of helping me pick books and just go through like coursework and stuff like that So I just said I don't want to do anything. I just want to go home. So anyway, she I called my mom and I just said, "Mom, I'm going home." Luckily, she she was home that evening. So I got on the bus, go home, and she just somehow she just could she just knew there was something wrong. I just got home. I was red-eyed and um I just told mom really had a bad day at school and um mom being mom she sat down with me we cooked we ate and we just had a relaxing evening we didn't really talk about it much so she just said if you don't want to talk about it it's fine i went to bed early but my point is i really struggled with identity because now i'm known as something different 
I've already got a label and I just didn't want to I just didn't want to be known as the blind girl. I didn't even want people to know. This was like the first few years. I just didn't want people to know that I was blind because I do not look blind. And it really really for a long time I I just I was hiding it. I I was hiding it. And I just thought first you need to know me as Jane and then later on I will tell you what what the deal is. Even today depending on where I am and who I am dealing with I'd prefer I just you just know me and then I will just say oh and by the way I am visually impaired but in some cases I will just be outright hey I can't see very well I just this is how I maneuver and my name is Jane see the difference I sort of I I judge the situation I, I just yeah I just I judge the situation and circumstances as I go because some people will stop and just create a pity party for me right there and then and some people are just so warming so good and they'll just deal with it they they just look at you and you go hmm okay cool let's do this so it doesn't deter them from um continuing with what we are doing and once i went for a job interview and we i did the whole interview i didn't say anything it was by the way this like my visual impact it's on, it's on my cv so i am not if i'm going if you're calling me if you got to a point where you're calling me for an interview so you do know that i am visually impaired i am not hiding that so i went for this interview i did the whole interview till the end and then the the interviewer asked have you got any questions so i said yes it's always nice to have a question if you're going for an interview so i've been told so yeah i asked so how do you deal with disabilities in this in this place so the guy went on rambling and told me this and this and that and he even told me how they they deal with um they even got disabled people at the moment and um the oh wait be ruined just before he asked me is there any question he told me oh you're very good at this you're going to be very good at this job with your experience and everything yes you're def uh, I, i'm definitely giving you a call after this um so wait for my call before the end of tomorrow so i thought okay cool so uh, when he asked me the question i just wanted to know how i'm going because after being told that of course i just felt okay i got this job so i'm good so for me i just thought let me push the boundaries a little bit let me get more of an understanding on how this environment is going to be so that's why i asked how they deal with disabilities so after that i said to him after he mumbled and and told me abcd about disability so i said Yes, but um I just want to confirm you do know that I'm visually impaired. And the guy just said, "Oh, okay, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah." And it just felt like, well, it doesn't look like you read my CV to the T because it's literally the first few lines of my CV that's where it is. So, it's either you ignored that bit 
or you looked at me and thought I was lying. Say the other two. Long story short, I did not receive that call that he said that he was going to call. Because after I said I'm visually impaired and he asked, do you need anything modified? And, I, and all I said was, I just need a bigger keyboard and I just need a bigger screen, like a bigger monitor. And that, to be honest, that's all I was asking for. I was not even asking for much. I just just needed a bigger screen and a bigger keyboard. But let's just say I called that particular organization more than five times because I was just thinking you can't just do this to me. You can't you can't just dismiss me like that. You did say I was perfect for this job. You did say um, you're gonna call me. I just thought what flipped? What really flipped? So you see, um, this identity issue is something that I struggle with till today. I, I, it's hard for me to. Okay, at this point, I identify myself as being blind. I'm part of a visually impaired community. I am Jane and all those other things that come with me but it's hard to be open to everyone and just go but and just go on this is this is who i am um i would i would like to i'd like people to accept me the way i am but i know i know for a matter of fact that that's not going to be the case and it hurts I can't do anything about it and I just have to live with it I mean I didn't bring this upon myself it wasn't my will if it was I think I'd have chosen something else but because this is how God wanted things to be and turn out well we will live with it so uh, yes that's my one sense two cents three cents about identity i don't know if you struggle with any sort of identity issues in your life just look back and think who are you what, what, what do you identify as who who where do you push yourself because as much as we try and say no don't put me in a box don't put me in this category i'm afraid you are in a category you are a statistics whether you are whether you like it or not you are part of a statistic so until today i i i after after pondering on this i thought to myself so who is jane and my only my only conclusion was i am jane born and bred in Kenya, I'm a Christian, I'm a woman of course, heterosexual, and I am visually impaired, I'm married, I'm a makeshift mom, and I'm a friend. Yeah, I think those are eight things, (laughs) eight different things that I could associate with. Um, and that's just personal life. Then you, we have work that you can ident- you automatically identify with. Are you? Where do you work? What do you do? How do you associate with other people? 
oh, where do you live? Ah, it's just identity is such a big thing, isn't it? Thank you for listening to this episode on our identity. Next week, we're going to do like a part two to the identity with another story time. At this point, I feel like I'm giving too many stories. Giving? I am telling too many stories, but it's good, isn't it? It's cool, I think. I feel like storytelling is a good way of explaining things and people relating to it. So yeah. Join me next week on another episode of Identity. Ciao. Hey, hold up, hold up. Have you subscribed yet? Wherever you listen to this podcast, come on, just subscribe and share it with your friends if you can. Direct them to maybe your favorite podcast. Make this your favorite podcast. Bye.